1: Good morning. It is Tuesday, May 25th. You're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. Today we are talking about the worst take in the history of college football, delivered by our own Bud Elliott. Twenty-four-seven sports. Before we get to that, and yes, we're bringing Bud on to be accountable for his very poor take. Little news to discuss with you. Auburn has landed TJ Finley, the LSU quarterback transfer. TJ was in a very crowded quarterback room. Started a few games last year after Miles Brennan's injury. Decided to transfer was ranked as the number 52 overall transfer and the number 6 quarterback transfer in the 2021 offseason and lands at an Auburn program with a new head coach in Brian Harson, who did not recruit Bo Nix. Bo Nix, already a little bit of a whipping boy for the fan base, seen as one of the more overrated players in the SEC fair or not. He was ranked as a five-star recruit and, and got a lot of buzz after that week one freshman debut against Oregon in which Bo Nix led a comeback against Justin Herbert. For the most part, the stats have not been very pretty for old Bo. And so now we've got a quarterback battle on the planes. Would be shocked if Bo Nix entered the transfer portal because he, he should be the favorite for this job. He's got the leg up. He went through the offseason with Brian Harson. And with it looking inevitable that the SEC will change its old interconference transfer rule and allow for immediate eligibility within the conference, then we've got a situation here where TJ Finley is absolutely pushing Bo Nix for the starting job at Auburn and possibly playing against his former team, LSU, as soon as this fall. So that's going to be interesting to track. Speaking of quarterbacks, and when we'll go back to to Bud Elliott, and we'll get to that take right now. It was Friday afternoon, last Friday, headed into a nice weekend, and As people do in the offseason, they'll tweet out graphics of, you know, pick between one of these four players. And Pro Football Focus tweeted, choose a quarterback, pick one of these from the last 20 years. Tim Tebow, Joe Burrow, Vince Young, and Cam Newton. All four great choices. Uh, You can choose one without disparaging the other. And Bud did that at first. He goes, it's Cam. I don't think it is all that close, but some do. And someone responded to Bud and said, I got to go with Vince Young. He single-handedly ended the USC dynasty. And then Bud decided to drop a bomb before going to clean out his garage. And Bud Elliott tweeted, Texas blows out USC if it had Cam. Bud. Buddy. Bad, bad, bad take bad 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 texas 41 usc 38 vince young had 267 yards passing and 200 yards rushing with three touchdowns texas erased a 12 point deficit in six minutes vince young beat a team with two heisman winners vince young had did there's not a play he left on the field in pasadena if you want to say cam newton's better and i agree with you bud as you're about to as we're about to talk about if you want to say cam newton's better than fine but this was absolutely sacrilegious poor vince Young. This is horrible slander. I won't stand for it. We're bringing in Bud Elliott right now to defend himself. The College Football Daily will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, bringing in Bud Elliott right now, as promised, Bud, you had the Twitter take that set off a lot of backlash in Longhorn Country, and I certainly took a few hours figuring out how I should respond, and you know, I got a little liquid courage Friday on Happy Hour and told you I was disgusted with you. What percent of you was like fully convicted in your take?
0: I would say probably, I don't know, 20% convicted. I, I was 100% convicted that Cam is the pick, right? Like I'm real confident that he's the pick of, of the original tweet. And then I got so much like Longhorns and a little bit of Florida backlash, almost no LSU backlash, but the Longhorn fans were telling me I was crazy. And I was like, well, if you guys are going to call me crazy, I'm just going to give you some crazy here. Like let's, let's go ahead and just say that if Texas had Cam, they would have blown out USC game one have even close. And then that, I went and cleaned out my garage a little bit, and uh, my notifications went absolutely nuts. I was
1: pretty... I was pretty upset. So I've I, I totally get the argument that Cam was better than Vince. I get that. Like the, I think the NFL bore that out. I will I will say that Vince was ahead of his uh, maybe ahead of his time in a, in a way that Michael Vick was, and they just didn't know how to use him, Like Jeff Fisher. I mean, look, like the last time Jeff Fisher was in charge of a team, like they were eight and eight, and then a few years later, that's a Super Bowl team in, in Los Angeles. So like we know that Jeff Fisher maybe wasn't the best. And I, I get Cam's single season was just better than anything. But Vince Young that night in Pasadena like there, there wasn't anything he didn't do that cam could have he had 450 yards he slapped up like a 270 200 like people didn't do that back then and i i just got so worked up thinking about it like vince young knocks off this number one all-time dynasty team and then cam's team squeaks by 2010 Oregon, which had one loss and his foe on the other side of the field was darren uh darren thomas and like that was a Ugly, gross game that Brent Musburger was saying you know said for all the Tostitos, and I'm just like these two things weren't the same here. One was an all-time game, and the other was just like
0: kind of blah. And I just I, I I was really mad at you about it. I understand the frustration, though. I so my my thought, and now after thinking about it, I think 20% is probably about right because it would be hard to blow out USC. How many times did Texas punt? Yeah, I, like I
1: I should have looked. I don't really remember that many. It wasn't much. I there they didn't leave hardly anything on the field
0: that's right so yeah. like how many more points are you really going to score with cam i think probably one touchdown more because i think cam was a better passer than vince was and i think he was a better athlete than vince was and i do think that there's a gap there and i think vy was awesome right and probably should have won the heisman by the way like i don't want people to think that's disrespecting you know vince for me trey you could probably off the top of your head rank your 10 favorite nfl longhorns from that team right mm-hmm yeah, maybe. Mostly defensive, I will say, because I know where you're going with this. But uh, yeah, I, you have a great fact here that you're about to drop. So playing in the SEC, which at the time the offenses weren't great, but you had to play a lot of really good defenses. I mean, that was those were like Patrick Peterson teams and, and, and all those from LSU, right? Like some really, really good defenses you had to play. Nick Saban's defenses were just absolutely insane back then. They're still, still pretty good. Now, not a single player from Auburn's offense ever played a snap in the NFL. Not a snap. And they had six one-score games, I believe it was. So, like, really, it was all Cam taking a whole bunch of dudes who, and some of them were decent college players. I don't want to say they're all scrubs. But to not have anybody play a snap in the NFL other than than Cam, who's kind of dragging these guys behind, you know, with them to the finish line, basically every game is is pretty remarkable. And I just think, like, man, you put him with some other dudes who are actually going to play pro ball, uh, it would not be very fair. To your point,
1: all five Texas linemen were NFL players. Lima Swede was a second round pick. Never worked out, but he was an NFL player. Jamal Charles was the third string running back. The defensive side of the ball for Texas, two Thorpe winners, three first round picks in the backfield, five NFL players, and the defensive front was, you know, Tim Crowder, Roy Miller, guys who played in the NFL. So I, I mean, I I get it. And hey, like I, I have to accept that fact. If you're ever going to make the 05 Texas team as one of the four best or five best ever, like, I don't know if they are, they probably aren't. We've had a few great teams in in recent college football history, 2019 LSU, you know, probably knocks Texas out of the Mount Rushmore in my opinion. But yeah, like, I I think it just goes back to, to me, it just felt like VY blast me, It just felt like, Bud. we, we don't need this man. We, I like someone said, bud, you chose violence on a Friday. (laughs) And so I definitely respect the idea of like, I'm just going to tweet this and then I'm going to go like clean out my garage. And like, look, this is so much better. And I, am sure you had some mentions of some angry people and some people agreed with you. uh, Some people did, but I think it's just, it was fun to have the argument, bud. And it was fun to to be like, Hey bud, you want to come on and and talk about this silly take? Cause a year ago I was looking at like the college football daily log from last mid May. And it was that the NCAA approved voluntary on-campus activities as to (laughs) Does this mean we're going to have a season? It was George Floyd, all the stuff that made 2020 really hard. And now we're just like getting in fights about which all-time quarterback was better. It's
0: just, it's so cool that things are, are returning to normal. I can't wait, Trey. I think people are really going to appreciate being back in stadiums again, you know, and, and just, just having that experience. I, I, I'm going to Vegas next week for for a friend's bachelor party and they, they you know, they just lifted masks in, in, in Vegas. So I'm just very I think people are excited to get back to normal. Look at the at the PGA Championship this weekend, where where Phil can barely get to the green because people are just are just swarming it. And I think the kind of the, the crowd mentality is is something that people are going to really be happy to embrace again and and embrace the sport they love. And last year, and to your point, it was are we going to have a season? Let's preview it in this way. All right, like what happens if they go conference only? Let's write a preview on this. Let's write a preview. We were like previewing hypotheticals nonstop basically grind out page views in case the season really did get shut down. Yeah. You know, I was working ahead on, let's have an all-time tournament of college ball teams if we need to fill eight weeks of content without uh-huh. without a season. Uh-huh. And thank God we never had to break glass on that. But I'm, I'm really excited for the street back. Yeah, it's it's nice to argue about things like this. I'll
1: send you out with this one, bud. Obviously, we know how, how you feel about camp. Is he the best college football quarterback of all time or, you know, like – Whatever filter you want to use, single season, whatever. Does Joe Burrow match up? Does Tim Tebow's
0: entire career match up? Where does Cam rank for you here? So Cam, like, so Tebow's more accomplished for sure. I mean, he 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 won the Heisman. He has he has two rings. You know, he, he also played for three years. That would have been a really interesting situation. Situation, by the way, if Cam had not had the laptop situation. Like, does Tebow stay the starter?
1: Yeah, because his
0: his college his, coach is now signing him as a tight end. Yeah, I think they loved him <laughs> enough and the leadership and stuff. But, I mean, talent-wise, no, nobody's trying to play Cam Newton a tight end right now. Yeah. So I still think Cam is, is, is the best. Burrow was a two-season guy, basically. The one season really wasn't that great. So to me, you kind of match up Burrow's one versus Cam's one. Obviously, Burrow played in a little bit different era. We weren't, really weren't running RPOs with, with, with Cam, especially not some of the downfield stuff. And I mean, Jamar Chase just went, what, fifth in the draft or fourth? Mm-hmm. and wherever he went obviously Marshall got got picked uh last year you had a bunch of guys off that team go man a ton of them I just think for dragging and we may over overestimate the SEC at times but I don't think we overestimated how talented those defenses were in the west at at that time and he really dragged a bunch of guys that never played a snap in the league to the national championship through that schedule that's that's really impressive to me yeah he
1: he gets the he gets the crown as the best probably most talented he gets the crown for best single season but what do you do, do with Tommy Frazier crown? here? Oh, God. Oh, that's because, like, my that's time. That's that's
0: I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Like, and he was option, you know, like, yeah, I think you have to measure them only against their era because otherwise, you're always going to pick the most recent guy because the numbers are going to get bigger. Like, college ball scoring never goes down, it goes up every single season with the exception of rule changes because the game they get more exciting, they find out ways to exploit defenses better. So, against his era, Frazier was pretty insane too. Just the absolute beatdown they put on Florida in the Fiesta Bowl was. Was wild, but I still think I would take Cam just on physical ability. Yeah, no, the era stuff's weird.
1: I, I've seen one someone did an all football team once that had Roger Staubach as a quarterback, and it's just cool. But there's no way. Yeah, so regardless, hey, Vince locked so Cam could run. Vince has the best title game performance ever, I think. Deshaun Watson, if if they had beat Alabama that first year, he had more yards. So oh right, right, shit, but. B-Y, bud, don't don't come tweeting slander about Vince Young. He has to put up with enough given how his NFL career flamed out and how he went bankrupt at the Cheesecake Factory. Like we're gonna we're gonna give him that nine in Pasadena and we're gonna tell him no one else could have done it better.
0: Mate, I I knew I hit a nerve when, when you and Hummer immediately burst into slack. <laughs> it's like, okay, here, here we go. We got something here. And a lot of people thought it was serious. Like that surprised me. Like I'm probably twenty percent on it. A lot of people were probably one hundred percent on it. It's like, guys, they scored almost every drive. There's not that many more points they could actually put up on USC.
1: Thanks to Bud, good sport. He admits he was only twenty percent serious. I don't know, Bud. It felt like felt like you were more serious than that. It's fun to, as we said at the end of the po- at the end of the conversation, to be able to talk about non serious matters this offseason I feel like nature is healing and getting in a debate over all-time quarterbacks it's the definition of uh, the most natural thing college football fans can do so we're here for it we love it it's going to be a summer full of doing that as well as deeply analyzing the 2021 college football season our producer is Lance Glenn thanks again to Bud Elliott for joining my name is Trey Scott we will talk to you next time on Wednesday for the next edition of the College Football Daily